1: it Spins away, baseline shot. Shay puts it in and walks it off
0: in okay Giddy keeps it himself and takes it up as he flies with the finger roll.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Uncontested Postgame Show, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. I'm your host for the night, JD Silva, here to discuss the Thunder's 103 to 100 loss to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, it was a nail biter. If you watched along. Uh, just barely, barely missed that game. Uh, Isaiah Joe missed what would have been a game tying three at the very, very end. Uh, really exciting, uh, fun game all around. Had a lot of ups, had a lot of downs, like uncharacteristic downs for a, a Thunder team that has been very, uh, very good offensively for the last few weeks. So I have a lot to break down here. Thank you guys so much for joining me in the live stream. Uh, before I get started. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star rating if you haven't done so already. Um, <clears throat> you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm sure you all follow us already, though, too. So the Thunder are now 27-29 and after this loss uh, to... yeah, little fellas in the chat, fellas. Uh, the Thunder are now 27-29 and uh, after this loss to the Pelicans. Uh, a 500 record narrowly escapes OKC once again. Uh, at some point, we'll get there, I think. Uh, starting lineup for the night was SGA, Lou Dort, Josh Giddy, J Dub, and Jay Will. Uh, it's some notable injuries for the Pelicans. No Zion again. Uh, he was sidelined another month-ish after his hamstring injury, and they also did not have CJ McCollum. Uh, they had they had Brandon Ingram though. They had him. They had All-Star Brandon Ingram tonight for sure. Uh, A few big takeaways before we jump into the step-by-step game summary. I thought that J-Dub was the best player for the Thunder tonight. Um, Second big takeaway, uh, I think the SGA, J-Dub, Isaiah Joe, having those three guys out there is kind of what kept the team afloat for the entire night. Um, And then uh, the third big takeaway I want to talk about the varying levels of physicality uh, against New Orleans. Um, let's just have a discussion about physicality and that team. Okay, so step-by-step step into this game summary. Um, let's see. In quarter one, uh, something I noticed right away was the J. Will, Jonas Valanciunas lineup. Um, let's see. Jack, let me know if you're having any audio trouble, and I'll see what I can do. Um That can happen on solo pods sometimes. Sometimes something can go wrong, and I won't know about it until afterwards. So let me know if you guys have any issues uh, following along uh, as far as audio quality. Back to the step-by-step game summary. Uh, Quarter one, really fun to see J-Will go to work uh, defending Jonas Valanciunas, who is a massive, massive man. I thought it was nice of Jonas Valanciunas to uh, fly his way all the way to OKC after watching his brothers, uh, the Kelsey brothers, playing the Super Bowl last night. Really nice of Jonas uh, to make it to this team's game as well. Uh, Brandon Ingram scored the first 12 points for New Orleans tonight, and that trend would kind of continue as the night went on. Uh, Ingram was just awesome and kind of unguardable uh, for most of the night, and the Thunder started really slow. Uh, Something to know early on, uh, Herb Jones gave SGA a lot of trouble in their first matchup. Earlier on in this season, uh, SGA was able to get two quick fouls on her on Herb, uh, earlier into this game. So that was a big, big help into letting SGA get into rhythm more uh, than he was able to last time. Uh, <clears throat> so midway through the first quarter, uh, there's maybe seven minutes left. Really, really slow start. Uh, the Thunder, the record, the score is 12 to 6. Brandon Ingram and SGA have scored all the points by this point. Um. Made a note on Twitter, if you guys are following along there, was, it was fun to see different guys throw themselves at the uh, Brandon Ingram matchup. We saw one possession, it would be Lou Dort. One possession, it would be SGA. One possession, it would be J-Dub. And uh, our friend Jacob Niffin from the podcast noted that they were all getting killed. And they were. But it's <laughs> still fun. still fun to watch and just kind of check out that observation, see how they all played him a little bit differently. Lou Dort loves to get up and under guys since he's so big and strong. J Dub has to use his length. SGA, um, you can just tell he's trying way harder on defense this year, and I love to see love to see that. Um, we got to see Darri come back for the first time since December twelfth. Uh, been a long time. Uh, was out with an ankle sprain. We didn't get a ton of details on how bad it was, but it must have been pretty dang bad if he is if he's missing two months with that. Um, moving on, we saw the beginning of what was a great game for J Dub. Uh, he scored seven straight into the first, and a tr- that would continue for j Just little miniature runs sparked by him just being active on defense would happen over and over again tonight. Uh, and then comes Isaiah Joe, another guy I mentioned from our big takeaways uh, in the first quarter, kind of to close out the first. Uh, we saw him immediately come in, hit a two, and hit two threes in a row. Um, second quarter starts. Things are looking better for OKC after a really slow offensive start. Um, Fortunately, things do not look better for very long because New Orleans goes on a 14-0 run like immediately after things start looking good. Um, And then I noticed that this is the shooting discrepancy uh, almost to halftime. Thunder are shooting 36% from the field uh, by this point, and New Orleans were shooting 69% from the field. 33% difference in field goal percentage is going to be really tough to come back from. But... We, we kept seeing good, good things from J-Dub throughout the entire night. Uh, but the game in general was just kind of gross uh, at this point. It was making me tired. Having a guy's I just had a nice dinner, made some burgers at home. Really great. And it was putting me to sleep. We did not see a lot from the guys we usually see a lot from. Like Josh Giddy was had a really quiet night until the end. Um, SGA was having a lot of trouble. Uh, but J-Dub kind of kept things interesting for the most part. Um Near the end of the second quarter now, uh, Lou Dort hits a step-back mid-range pull-up, which is a shot that I hate, but it did spark a run, a 10-2 run from OKC. Um, uh, now, just about halftime, Jada picks the pocket of Jose Alvarado, which I thought was really ironic and fun. Um, the Thunder were down 20 at one point in the second quarter, but crawled back to only being down 9, headed into halftime. The score at that point is 60-51. to 51. Headed into the third quarter, Uh, This was a much tighter. The Thunder are obviously a a really good third quarter team. So they played and they played like a really good third quarter team in this game. Um, Amen. (laughs) It was nice. I did not. I I controlled myself and did not tweet that it was nice, but it was nice. Uh, Third quarter, third quarter Thunder arrived just kind of like we expected. The game became a real, looked like a real basketball game. Again, Uh, there was no massive lead. It uh, became really tight for the rest of the third quarter and this of the game. Honestly, uh, we saw Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram kind of get taken out of the game in the third for a while. Uh, didn't didn't matter in the long run, but he did get taken out of the game for a while. Uh, a couple of guy, a couple of key defenders for New Orleans kept getting into foul trouble, like Jose Alvarado, like Herb Jones. Brandon Ingram also picked up a few fouls early in this game. Uh, and this is when I kind of started to notice that Jadep had been the best player for the whole night. Um, had a really, really fun time watching him. Had three, like, highlight dunks. Um, you'll see this sequence played a lot on Thunder Twitter tonight, where Josh uh, I, turns it over on, like, an inbounds pass. Uh, or turns it over. I, I forget exactly what sparked it. Uh, but Josh turns it over. Immediately steals the ball back from New Orleans as he's falling out of bounds. He passes it to SGA during this, who passes it to a running fast break J-Dub, who passes it back to SGA behind the back, who finishes it. Really insane sequence. Um, you can see the clip on on the Thunder account or Bally Sports. Really fun if you didn't get to watch it live. Now we're headed into the fourth quarter of this game. It's 76-73 New Orleans. Thunder never had the lead in this game. Just constantly fighting a losing battle against this team. They, this team plays the Thunder really... This is always a tough matchup, and we'll talk about why... Uh, This is is a tough matchup for OKC um, after the game summary is over. Into the fourth quarter, the Thunder kind of start out slow again. It's like they're kind of in mud, not playing with a ton of physicality or urgency. A bunch of timeouts are called in a row. And I'm noticing that unless SGA, J-Dub, and Isaiah Joe, Isaiah Joe is not quite as important as these two other guys, uh, are on the floor, the Thunder just did not stand a chance for most of this game. Uh, Josh Giddy was having a lot of trouble just kind of doing playing his own game. He wasn't, you didn't see the traditional Josh Giddy stuff tonight. Really? There was a lot of just Josh cutting off ball. His drives weren't working. I think the, the Pelicans are just really big and play a certain type of a physical defense that prevents that made everyone feel a little uncomfortable out there. Um, it probably would have been, so normally you would have a guy like CJ McCollum out there that maybe Josh could take advantage of, or anyone could take advantage of. Uh, didn't have a guy like that out there, so didn't didn't have a ton of defensive weaknesses to attack, if you're the Thunder. Um, now we see Josh Giddy kind of patch his night together uh, near the end, when, yeah, it did seem, like Augusto in our chat said, it did seem like the Pelicans were just hitting everything. Trey Murphy looked really good. Uh, Brandon Ingram looked really good, just kept hitting insane shots. They could not have played better defense on Brandon Ingram at the end of the game. Lou Dort was just draped all over him. Didn't matter. Just shot over him uh, over and over again. What the, the last good attempt the Thunder had to win the game, SGA slipped uh, and fell and turned it over, which is really unfortunate. Uh, We got lucky to kind of get another chance at the game. After that, there was a bunch of chaos inbounds balls being turned over balls, being knocked out of bounds. Um, Ultimately, Isaiah Joe, like I mentioned at the very beginning of this show gets another chance to tie it up at the very end uh, but isn't able to to do so. So the Thunderfall, two games below 500. Um, let's break it down. Let's talk about it. Um, let's talk first about J-Dub's impact. Um, the, he's just awesome. Like, really can't say enough good things about J-Dub in general this season, but for this game specifically, he had such a good impact on this game. I don't know if it was the matchups um, or or what, but he hit a step-back three, He's just really feeling himself. Maybe he's ready to go to the all-star game and be in the rising stars challenge, but kept getting steals. I think he's had seven steals in three games now. Uh, Really good on on defense, really good on offense, step back threes, cutting. Um, One of the only guys that seemed to be able to create any or find any space in the New Orleans defense when he was out there Um, and made things interesting the entire night. Love J-Dub. Kind of hard to, Kind of hard to talk about Jada without speaking in in hyperbole. You always want to just be highly, highly complimentary. Like, is he going to be? We we know he's going to be really good, but how good? Don't know. Um, it's just such a fun, so fun to be on this ride already with him as a rookie, uh, coming in and having an impact like this. Was the was the best player on the court tonight, and there were on, on the court for OKC tonight. I'll say Brandon Ingram was the best player overall, um, but SJ was struggling a bit, and Jada was able to pick up the slack. And this is, you know, the 12th pick in the draft. Uh, Presti really nailed it. And like Eamon says in the chat, uh, this team really misses Chet. And uh, he would have been a huge help, huge help tonight to fill in some of these gaps against a really big New Orleans lineup. Um, And we can move on to that now. Talking a little SGA and talking physicality. Whenever I covered, I covered another Pelicans game for us earlier this season. And I noticed the way they were defending Shea and the way they were playing in general was one, they're really big Two, They play very physically. And uh, I think the refs kind of allow them to play more physically um, just because they always play that style. And those two things aren't, don't work well for a team that generally plays small. Like this is a team that plays Kendrick Williams at center. A lot of the times, or JRE at center. A lot of the times, uh, who's not a huge guy, um, Gable in our chat mentions that we uh, wish we saw Dario. Dario Saric, uh, who's on the team now, could have made his debut tonight, but did not. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he could have kind of helped out with the physicality. He's a physical dude. Plays uh, a lot of times plays up a position. He's a he's kind of a big forward, but plays center sometimes. He, he could have helped, but I assume they're just kind of waiting to integrate him into Mark's system more uh, a bit. Uh, one thing I also want to point out, uh, someone from The Uncontested tweeted out a picture or tweeted out a statement saying that Dario just looks like older Poku. And now when I look inside of Dario's eyes, I do just see Poku's face with a with a mustache and beard and ponytail. It's really strange. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever stop seeing that now. Uh, would love to see Poku kind of grow out facial hair like that. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, <clears throat> at least grow his hair out something. Miss Poku. Saw him at a practice video today looking good moving around um it's awesome but back to the uh back to the physicality uh sga did not get to play his usual game tonight because of that physicality usually we see sga gets in line a bunch whenever things are going poorly for the team um had nine free throw attempts tonight a lot of nights we see him get more than that uh he was definitely driving to the rim in a way that kind of begged for more free throws but he just wasn't Wasn't really getting them. Uh, We were able to defend New Orleans. They they didn't – I didn't feel like they were refing the game consistently all the time. There was a play at the very end of the game uh, where J-Dub and Brandon – J-Dub was on Brandon Ingram, uh, playing really good defense on him, I thought. Uh, Brandon Ingram drives into him, kind of pushes off, but J-Dub strips the ball in that same motion. Um, Physical play looked like it was all ball, but they called it kind of a ticky-tack foul. Uh, so I'm not normally one to like, complain about refereeing because I think there's a lot of decisions that go into a game uh, that impacted more than one referee decision. But that was just kind of annoying. Uh, like if the Pelicans are going to play physical all game, let the Thunder play physical also if they're not going to get the calls. Uh, I think a call like that should have stood. Uh, let Jada be physical against Brandon Ingram, who was insane tonight again. Um, let me know what you guys think in the chat. It's kind of been a puzzle for me. Like why OKC struggles with new Orleans as much as they do. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, my guess is that it's the size of their team. Just a huge lineup all around. It's, it's like a huge lineup two through five. And then number one is just some pesky guard like Kyra Lewis, Jose Alvarado, et cetera. I think kind of not having CJ made their defense a lot better tonight. So that probably played a, a part in it as well. Um, just wanted to, to mention Herb Jones was not able to affect SGA quite as much tonight because he was in foul trouble so much. Um, shout out to Herb, Zone, Herb Jones. Haven't heard quite as much about him this season. He was feel like he was very very hyped and was like a darling of uh, NBA sickos last year. Hope he's doing well. Hope he's doing well. Uh, let's touch on Jay will next. Um, didn't play a ton of minutes. Played sixteen minutes. Was zero of three from the field. You know, tried really hard. Had two charges, which is great. Love seeing J. will charges. Um, did what he could against uh, a massive lineup, and wasn't ultimately ultimately wasn't able to be that effective. Uh, but I thought they were decent minutes uh, in general.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed.
1: you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Um, On on to Josh Giddey. I think we can have a more nuanced conversation about him. Really quiet game all around uh, up until the fourth quarter. His line looks a lot better than I felt. Like the eye test, if if you were to go by the eye test tonight, Josh did not have a great game, but his box score actually looks pretty damn good. Finished eight of sixteen from the field, uh, but I think he hit like his last four or five shots in a row. He was, uh, I think, like four of twelve or something like that for a large part of the game. Um, didn't look great. Uh, Kerry Cicero saying, "I think J Will uh, J Will charge needs to be a shirt idea." Yeah. We'll discuss that with Justin. That would be great. I love love a J. Will charge. Take a shot every time Jay Will takes a charge. Um, Josh Giddey, though, ended up with 17 points on 8 of 16 shooting, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, made some really key plays at the end of the game to kind of keep this game close. Um, just it, it seemed like he would try and use his – Josh this year has been using his physicality a lot to create space. And this time, whenever he tried to use his physicality as a weapon, uh, just the the thick bodies of New Orleans, they they did not move really at all. He would he would push off and do his little turnaround shot, either a turnaround jumper or turn or like a push shot. It, everything was a little short, so it's like that space that he usually used was not there anymore. Um, it, so it was curious to see how he would adjust to a game situation like that. And he did adjust. I think it says a lot about Josh as a player where he struggles. So he, if he struggles in the first or second quarter, um, he does, like Gable says in our chat, hit his stride mid-third or, or, or early fourth quarter in each game. Um, I think it was just mi- what he was missing the most tonight are the playmaking opportunities. Wasn't able to run, the, conduct the offense like you normally think of when you think of Josh Giddey. Uh, but I was I was kind of proud to see how he adjusted and made an impact as the game moved on. Let's talk about Lou Dort came back tonight. uh, Hasn't been back for too long from injury. So still kind of getting his legs under him. I think Um, I put in my notes that he was just kind of playing football out there. Uh, Wasn't doing a lot of basketball stuff. You know, he was doing some dribbling around the wing and then would just kind of pick up his dribble as if he were a running back and just barrel, just barrel his way to the rim without really any plan, but to try and draw a charge, I think. Um, it was ugly, cannot lie. You know, he, he worked his ass off guarding Brandon Ingram. Love that for Lou Dort. Uh, but on offense, yeah, just uh, just playing some football. Uh, gotta hand it to him, gotta hand it to him. Shout out to Lou. Um, who is next? Who would be next? GRE returned tonight, like I mentioned. Did not look great. Uh, cannot blame him. Uh, he's been gone for two months. Played a couple games in the G League, I think, but he was 0 of five, 0 of four from three specifically. Had two steals, three rebounds, and that is it. That is it for old JRE. Um, I noticed all almost every single one of his shots hit the back of the rim. They all looked they all looked on but every single one just just uh, back rim. So we'll see how that kind of progresses and where how many minutes he gets moving forward. I assume they still want to see what they have in him and not just relegate him to the bench. So maybe he'll get a start soon. Uh, Maybe Jay will move to the bench for a few games. I don't know. I'll be curious to see what happens after the All-Star break, which is uh, rapidly approaching. Um, Other games, Isaiah Joe, of course, really impactful player on the night. Um, Had the worst plus minus on the team, which is strange. He was a minus 16, but he had 16 points, four of 11 from three. So a little less efficient than we have been getting from, from Isaiah Joe, but still, still all right. Um, Six of 13 from the field overall, just a really important player for this team. And I'm so surprised that I'm saying that after not really thinking much of that deal when it happened earlier this season, but Isaiah Joe is like awesome and feels almost like a, it just feels like a piece you want to keep around for a long time. So, Happy to see him out there. He is one of the only guys on the team that demands, demands a quick closeout from the opposition. So um happy to see him. Glad he got to attempt the final shot. I think those opportunities are good for a player as young as he is. Um, so shout out to Mark for drawing up that play so he can get that shot. Um, we saw a lot of Kenrich Williams tonight. He got 31 minutes, played a ton of defense. The usual Kenrich Williams experience, nine points, four of seven from the field. Um, 8 rebounds. He was actually like really key in getting some uh, some clutch rebounds. 3 assists. Uh we've been seeing some spurts of Lindy Waters, which I'm kind of iffy on. I, I don't think he looked very good tonight. He only played 6 minutes. So I thought that was interesting. Uh no Trey Mann, no Dario Saric. Trey Mann just had a stint with the Blue. JRE got recalled. Trey Mann got sent out to play, played a really good game in the G League. I think it's a good sign that every time trey gets sent to the G league it doesn't like tank his confidence because he plays really well every time he goes there um, so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to see where trey man goes and and how he plays next season. A lot of guards don't come into their own until the third season really so i'm I'm curious to see uh, how trey man fits uh moving forward with this team. uh we can start to wrap out uh, wrap up the show um in the next game. Uh, so the Thunder are now twenty-seven and twenty-nine, five hundred. You were so close. Hopefully, they can get one game closer uh, after Wednesday, in which where they they will play the uh, Houston Rockets. So surely they'll get a win there. Surely, is that? I think that's the fourth time they've played the Rockets this season, if I remember correctly. Um, so that'll be a fun one. And then we have the All Star break. We'll get to the SGA there. We'll get to see the two young guys, Josh Giddey, Jalen Williams, J Dub. In the Rising stars competition, i wish I wish Isaiah Joe uh would have gotten into the three point contest, but maybe next year I mean if he keeps shooting 40 plus percent they'll have to they'll have to put him in next year or the year after I'm sure uh so super curious <laughs> amen for uh, the fourth time don't jinx it yeah so let's just go and I think so the thunder the best they can do in the rocket series is split it two two since they lost the first two which still makes me sick to this point, but that's just where we are. Um, Let's start closing this bad boy out. Thank you guys so much for joining me in the live stream, asking questions. Glad to be back on this post game. Life has been super busy for me personally recently, but uh, things are looking better now and I'll be on more shows to come. Glad to watch the Thunder this season as they are really, really fun and awesome to watch. Uh, All-Star Weekend coming up soon. We'll have shows talking about that this next Sunday. Um, Rockets on Wednesday. I believe it's Jacob on that postgame. Awesome. Thanks again, guys. Uh, I will see you soon. Adios.